Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Attention deviants, outcasts, and nerds. The Metal Mothership has landed. Climb aboard as we embark on a three-hour tour of the universe of metal. On tonight's show... Lita Ford, Todd Youth, Luke Carr in the studio, and now your hosts, Mark and John. Thank you, Bud Friendly. Hey, Mark, how are you? I am great. A big talking metal toast. I'm drinking Mike's Hard Lemonade. I uh, don't know if I've ever had this, believe it or not. I'm drinking Heineken. Remember the Heineken commercial I was in? Yeah. Oh, Remember yeah. that? Yeah, you played the keyboardist, yeah, right? Yeah, yes. keyboard player, and the commercial's called Lighter. A lot, a lot of stuff going on today. We got Engve Malmsteen playing behind us right now. We're going to jam this track out in just a second. But a lot of historic stuff in the life of uh, Mark Striegel and, and, and John Astronomy today. Uh, the anniversary of Talking Metal, six years. Amazing. Congratulations. Congratulations Maybe we'll play the you. first episode later if we have time. That cool. could be fun. Also... Kistry, what famous, very famous and important thing happened in Kiss history today, August 9th? Vinnie Vincent's birthday? I don't think so. No, that was a couple days ago. No, even bigger. I don't know. 1995. August 9th, 1995. Unplugged. Yes. Kiss unplugged. unplugged. Kiss unplugged. Peter Chris, Gene Simmons, Ace Frehley, Paul Stanley, Eric... Singer. Singer and... Singer? Singer. Singer. Eric Singer and... Bruce uh, Kulik. Bruce Kulik getting back together on stage for the first time in many, many years. And it was overshadowed uh, slightly in the press because that was the same day that Jerry Garcia died. Ah, yes. yes. Yeah, Jerry so everybody Garcia. was talking about that, and which, you know, rightfully so, but... I still think they should have made a big deal out of Kiss reuniting at Sony Studios, which has been since torn down and, and is now a condo. The old, and the unplugged show, the only plugs in the house were in their heads. Yeah. <laughs> Jeans <laughs> hair. Yes. <laughs> nice one. Fully plug plugged. Oh, yeah. So that, so that was that day. And then another sad thing was when Eric Carr passed away, it was the same day that Freddie Mercury passed away. Yeah. So that got overshadowed, hmm. too. It was... Those damn uh, classic rockers, yeah. uh, Freddie Mercury and It, it was Jerry Vinnie Garcia. Vincent's birthday a couple of days ago. There you go. Yes, yeah, so happy birthday to Vinnie Vincent. Listen, we're going to let the rest of this play song play out, and we will be back in two and two. Remember that? Two and two? Two and two. What was that? Love, what was that show called? Uh, the Love Connection. Love two connection. plus two yeah. is four. We'll be back. Two and two.
And we're back with Talking Metal Live. Bud Friendly performing in the nude today, yes. by the way. Yes. A protest. <laughs> Without a mask, even. No mask. I, I've painted yeah. the mask uh, on my face. It's the rest, body paint. The rest God made. <laughs> There you go. Uh, wow. So let's, uh, I just ask you uh, if you, well, first of all, on the show today, uh, supposedly calling in Lita Ford. Correct. Um, Todd Youth. Todd Youth, Alternative, and potentially Luke Carl stopping by Correct. to talk some metal with us. So waiting on, on Luke, I think he was planning to stop by between 7 and 7.30. He's got a book coming out. He's got a big announcement he wants to uh, break Make to you tonight. guys. Yes, on air tonight. So uh, hopefully he'll show up. And I just said to you, do you have any news? And you said, I have three pieces of news. I have three, so, possibly one. more. It's a three-piece suit of news. <laughs> one. Start uh, with the vest. Yes. No regrets coming out November 1st. Yeah. Simon and Schuster slash MTV Books, written by Ace Fraley. And Mark, why don't you tell him who else is the co writer of the book? John Ostrowski. Yep, absolutely. And some Joe. Uh, Joe Layden. Joe Layden. Yeah. Yes. And John Ostrowski yes. and John Astronomy, if you hadn't already known. Yeah, I've actually person. been, I've uh, a few times online now referred to you uh, as with your real name. Yeah. yeah right. With astronomy in quotes. Right. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah, I like just, that. Just uh, so there's no confusion. <laughs> right. Um, but that is awesome news, Thank man. You. I, I, I got to tell you, I, I think we might soon be referring to you as. New York Times bestselling, bestselling author. Uh, yeah, author, right? No, that's what I was saying. Because yeah. I'm I, sure the book potential. is going to be on the New York Times bestseller. If Sammy list. Hagar had the number one selling book, uh, I think Ace could potentially get it too. I absolutely At least think number he's three. Get it. At least number three. I think it's going to be amazing. And so that's one Let's just hope Eat, Pray, Love 2 doesn't come out the same week. Yeah. What's that? Some, yeah, yeah, some, some lady girl book. movie. Oh, I don't know that. So that's the biggest bit of news. Uh, second biggest bit of news is that Ace Furley will be at the London School of Guitar in Park City, Utah this Thursday. I mean, this Friday. Not this Thursday. Sorry about that. This Friday, and I will be there with him. Uh, so any Talking Metal fans who have signed up for this, uh, make sure you say hello. And then on Saturday, we will be in Three Forks, Montana, which is right outside of Bozeman, Montana, for the Rockin' the Rivers Festival. So... Make sure to come and see Ace. Next week, we'll be in Hamburg, New York at the Erie County Fair, uh, which is right by Buffalo. Yeah. And then on August 27th, we will be in Detroit, Michigan uh, on a great bill with Alice Cooper. Now, just to put this in perspective, you uh, are on the road working with Ace, helping him write his book. You work at Gibson and Nickelodeon, and you do Talking Metal. How, Correct. How, when, do you, when do you sleep? I do not sleep ever. Yeah. I The other week, I literally was at Ace's studio every night until about, yeah, well, just until about 8 in the morning, working until 6, sleep for two hours, uh, take a car down to the city and go to work at Nickelodeon, and then repeat every day for about eight days in a row. Wow. Well, yeah, any, any, I know you, the answer to this is probably no, but any little gems of, of info that'll come out in this? Let me ask you this. Okay. Will, will people be, uh, will there be new stories, that, a new perspective on stories that people have not heard before? Let me tell you um, this. Are there, there, I mean, like when I read Slash's book, for example, um, there were, there were things I just, I just simply never knew about, about Guns N' Roses having studied them for so long. Um, so will we, will we learn things maybe about the history that we never knew. Let me tell you this, guys. You know how much I've known about Ace through the years as a fan and as a friend. And there are lots of things. Let me say that again. There are many, many things in this book that I had never known, and it's just such an enjoyable book to read because it's not only about Kiss. Kiss is part of the book, but it's about Ace's childhood. It's about him growing up, his teenage years, his time with Kiss, his time as a person, his time as a musician and what he's up to now. And it's just a great book. And uh, even if I wasn't part of the book, I would say that. And uh, it's just going to be great. And there's going to be photos in there that are going to blow all of you guys away. And so go to Amazon.com and and pre-order it. And if you guys um, are wondering, uh, by next week, it's going to – basically what it is is that the company sends in 
a uh, the cover and all the information to all the sites like Amazon.com, and they they're currently still updating all of their information. So uh, at the moment, it says Ace Frehley and Joe Layden. Uh, by next week, it'll say Ace Frehley, Joe Layden, and John Ostrowski. And if you look at the cover, my name is on that. So just uh, not to be confused, uh, the information is still being updated. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what, speaking of Ace, let's get into a little Ace right now. Rock Soldiers. Any stories behind this song? Rock Soldiers, back in the summer of 1983, uh, there is a True reason story, that right? Ace remembers yeah. it well, right? Does he go um, into this in the book? Yes, yeah. this is part of the book. Cool. And Rock Soldiers, I always thought, the Kiss Army, Rock Soldiers, right. maybe some... Very cool. Yeah. yeah that maybe might, you some, know, I never even thought of yeah, that, but I don't it's know. very, very cool. So we'll get into that, and we're going to be right back with Lou Carl here in the studio on Talking Metal Live. Thanks for joining us, guys.
We're back with Talking Metal Live, and now your hosts, Mark and John. What you just heard was Cross-Eyed Mary, a cover of Jethro Tull by the one and only Iron Maiden. Now, that song originally appeared on the picture disc version of Peace of Mind. Wow. It wasn't on the regular version. It was the last song on side one of the picture disc version only. Wow. Which I have, actually. That's really rare. Yeah. Um, And that was, was I got that for Christmas from from my parents. Very Uh, good. Probably what eighty four ish, yeah. Good like stuff. First album, snot Nico. running down his nose. Yeah, uh, well, different song. Snot yeah. running. Same, same song. Same like band. It. Hey, that was Nico McBrain's first appearance with the band on Peace of Mind. Correct. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Hey guys, in the studio right now we have Luke Carl, who is an author, a runner, a drinker, a personal trainer, a bowler, and now Luke, a radio broadcaster. Correct. That's you- right. I just came here from. From the XM Sirius Studios uh, in Rockefeller Center on my way to, uh, well, but uh, another show, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Hair, Hair Nation on uh, Channel 39 Sirius XM. I'm going to be doing Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to midnight. Wow. Cool. Very cool. Congratulations on the gig. Thank you. I'm very, I, I, I can't even talk. I'm so excited about it. So what can we expect on the show? You're going to be picking music out or do you work with the yeah. programming yeah, department? Yeah, work with the programmers yeah. and, uh, you know, and, and. It's just a regular DJ gig. I don't know if you're familiar with satellite radio. They have thousands of channels and everything. Yes. And, and, yep. uh, and very, some very, very good metal channels. And, and, uh, Jose Mangan, who you are right. friends yeah, with, absolutely. is the programmer on, uh, on liquid metal, liquid right? metal yeah. and octane. And, uh, I've been working with him and, but I, I, as personally, I lean a little bit more towards the older stuff right. than he does. So I'm, uh, appropriately placed on the hair channel, which, uh, I'm going to, keep riding on that until I lose all my hair, you know? Right. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Not to start things off on a sad note, but I just, I picked up the new issue of Revolver Magazine and a guy I used to listen to on, on, on liquid metal, actually, Mario passed away recently, which I, I was wow. actually, I had no idea. I was shocked to, to hear that. Man, and, I didn't uh, know that either. Yeah. That was kind of sad news. Um, so the hair hair nation right is the hair, hair nation, nation yeah, is a station yeah. and will you be talking will you be doing is it going to just be you kind of introing songs are you going to do li- little kind of shtick in between or what's going to be happening it just uh, you know just regular uh shtick, a little bit of shtick but just going in between songs basically yeah. and then uh, at at some point hopefully i would like to take a, a, a live show like maybe once a month or something like that but we're you know it's still toying with ideas but for right now we're just doing a regular 
six to midnight, you know, while you're getting ready to go out and cool. doing your hair and playing. Do you think you'll ever have some guests come into the studio too? I would love that. I would love that. You know, I, I'm just getting my, my feet wet at the place. But, uh, cool. yeah, I would love to definitely, you know, get and maybe take phone calls, all that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. I'm open Excellent to work, it. Excellent work, man. Gonna, sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah. And you have something else happening that is amazing, and I want everybody to go to the website drunkdiet.com and Luke why don't you tell us about this that this is something I created um, I actually wrote a book uh, it's been two and a half years now in the making uh, or in the, the process of the whole thing and uh, somewhere along the line somebody said uh, you know it, it, me being a metal guy I'm not too up on uh, modern shit can we yeah, so somewhere along the line, somebody was like, hey, you need a website and you need a blog. And I said, what the hell is a blog? You know, I literally had no clue. And uh, I just bought my domain, my domain name, and uh, which is the same name as the book. And the website kind of took off because I just, you know, it's, it's just me being a real person. And I do run on the side, which I know is not really that metal, except for, you know, Maiden's got quite Mark's a runner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I used to be before I had kids, but it's been. Yeah, uh, it's very yeah. time consuming. Yeah. 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 But I want to get I back currently to have the runs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how far do you run? Uh, I, I, I run full marathons. You oh, know, wow. Uh, I've, uh, this year, I'm sh- well, knock on wood, I'm, I'm working on four in one year. Oh, excellent. In wow. my first year. And before that, I was a chain-smoking alcoholic, and now <laughs> I'm just an alcoholic. Right, okay. So <laughs> uh, I gave up the cigarettes and, uh, and uh, you know, all that. And I got a little bit, little bit healthier as far as the booze and stuff. But um, for the most part, I still am a regular dude that has long hair and loves rock and roll. And... Uh, but I just took up running to kind of cancel out all the other bad shit in my life. Cool. You know? Very good. And then Definitely. I wrote a book about it, and then there come the, there there was the website. So the book can be pre-ordered from the website, correct? You can go on the website, and it's, there's a big thing that says buy the book. I would love it if you did that. It's discounted on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all the uh, internet web seller, uh, booksellers uh, at right now. It's not available yet on Kindle and uh, the uh, electronic versions. As of right now, but it will be soon. And uh, the cover will be released in October. So then you'll be able to see the co- my, my pretty face in spandex pants on the cover or whatever Excellent. the hell I'm going to wear. I don't even know. There's no cover yet. But right. uh, uh, I wear spandex all the time. You can't see. You have cameras in here? <laughs> no. Good, because I'm not. Right right now. Usually Sometimes but... we do, but not right now. No. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it, or you can just go to Amazon or, or Barnes & Noble. What is the date that it's going to be in stores? It will be in stores March 13th. Very cool. Okay. Uh, seven more months I'm giving birth. I'm in my Excellent. first uh, yeah. first semester. Or but it's done. Like you've, you've completed the book? Have you finished writing well, it? This, I mean, this is a process, man. Right. I, I completed writing it right. you know, a long time ago, but there, it's never done. Yeah, you know, yeah, I know I, that. Yeah. I've learned it's a big difference between writing and, and rock and roll because, you know, with the bands, you know, I played drums since I was a kid and was never in anything you've ever heard of, but uh, we... We, uh, you know, you go in a room and it's organic and it just kind of happens. And with the writing, it's like, it's just, you know, editors and it's, it's a very big, big process. Yep. So uh, back to the serious thing, obviously on Hair Nation, you hear bands like Motley Crue, Cinderella, Poison. Uh, what are some of your favorite bands? I love all them, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I grew up in the nineties, to be honest, I'm, I just turned 30. So when I grew up, we had Nirvana and Pearl Jam and, and the, the way I look at it is like now in 2011, that shit doesn't that the the uh, the the decade you know the the time frame of music right. is just doesn't exist anymore. So even back then, I was like I I wasn't into the whole Nirvana vibe. I was kind of like into Pearl Jam or whatever because I still thought they you know I I liked that they had two guitars and sometimes yeah. three guitars. But I was also like 12 years old and I didn't know any better. So then when I you know I, the more I got into the music, I, the farther back in time I went, and um, of course, all the way back to the Stones and and, and the sixties, seventies, and stuff. But right. uh, and but as far as my look was concerned, I was really into the glam aspect of it and uh, looking like what who the hell is that guy kind of thing, you know, and just like with the make. I don't, I never went into the makeup, but with the big hair and all yeah. that shit. So. Cool. But, you know, I just metal in general is my thing. And, and Maiden is, uh, is one of I mean, they're gods to me. You just mentioned them and, right, N- yeah. and Nico. And, and, uh, and I saw that you had a cool Paul Stanley solo album. 
pin. Yeah, I have a pin on yeah. my. And I saw you got a kiss patch on the back. Yeah, yeah, I get the yeah. whole. I could represent the band, and then yeah, Paul. Was, Paul's very... like my. He's like my. Yeah, I don't know, man. He's he's it. Everybody always had a favorite kiss member. Yeah, in, uh, I, I I was always partial to Ace and Gene. Oh, that's big, cool. Big yeah, I was. Uh, Ace although was I like Paul favorite. a lot too. I like Paul's Paul a lot. great. Yeah. Yeah. Peter's cool. You know, they're all cool. But Gene, yeah. Tommy Thayer. What do you think of Tommy, Tommy Thayer? Uh, I like this makeup. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Tommy's the new guy. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Tommy's yeah. great. I yeah. met him one time, actually. He was a really nice guy, and, uh, and he was really, you know, he was, like, really personable with me and everything. Yeah, so. he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, a cool guy. I, I, I just yeah. have issue with the fact that they, they stuck Ace's makeup on him. I and that's Mark yeah. talking. <laughs> yeah, it, it, talking. It, always, it always bothered me quite a bit. Um, uh, you know, Kiss, uh, such an interesting band. Though. Vinnie Vincent, though. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, Vinnie. who you're thinking of. He was cool because had his own Vincent? makeup, man. Did uh, you meet Vinny Vincent? No, I never met oh, Vinny okay. Vincent. He was there. Yeah. You talked to Vinny Vincent. I once, when on I was phone, like, yeah, right? when I was like, like on rock 14, 15 years old, he was promoting his his first solo record, the Vinny Vincent Invasion yeah. record. Yeah, yeah. And he did an interview on a, a, a local station in Chicago. And I, I was, they took calls and I was one of the, the guys who got through and I got to talk to him and uh, yeah, nothing too exciting. But <laughs> Vinny Vincent, uh, definitely uh, I would love to hear some Vinny Vincent Invasion on your show on, on Sirius. Yeah, <laughs> all right, all right. I'll that throw out. a song yeah, in for Boys you. are going to rock or something. Yeah. Like that would, be, would be quite which, awesome. Which apparently was uh, sort of derived from or on and on the eighth day on Lick It Up. Right. I, I think it was vice versa. And on the eighth day was kind of like it came from Vinny's prior writing of Boys Are Gonna Rock. Interesting. So, Luke, you, you're going to Cinderella later tonight. Uh, I'm going to check them out, I think, on Saturday in, in New Jersey. But um, what other concerts have you been to recently? As far as metal goes, uh, recently, whew, Hard I, rock. I did get you. I caught Maiden in uh, Florida on their only they, one or two shows. They were here on that last oh, okay. leg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Nico is lives near there. In, in yeah, Florida, that's right. right that's right. 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 I and I think that. they were basically dropping him off on their way home. And the, and they booked the a show. You know, yeah. but because he lives in uh, somewhere in Florida, Boca Raton, I think, and uh, uh, so they only had one show in Florida. Wow. And I said, I said, let's go. And then, yeah. you know, me and a couple of buddies, we went down and we, and we had a great time. And the friends that I was with hadn't uh, ever seen them live before, but they were big fans, and, and and it changed all of our lives. You know. Now, John and I saw them, I guess, early on in the tour. They they did right. the Garden, um, and we as as great as the concert was, I have to being an old guy like myself who who like you know, grew up with those early records, those 80s records. I was a little disappointed in the fact, and maybe the set list has changed when, you know, by the time you got to see them, but um, there was just so much like, Newer stuff. Newer stuff. And when newer, I say newer yeah. stuff, I mean the last like 15 years. Right, which yeah, is yeah, like for know, us but, new, but yeah, like yeah, we're yeah, used to like, yeah. you know, like the first five albums or yeah, something. Yeah, no, like I that. agree. I'm, I'm also in the first, you know, those are my... Right. I, I, those are where my heart is, but uh, actually, I saw them on uh, an early, like the very first uh, two two gar- garden shows ago, two M- MSG shows ago, and they played nothing but Peace of Mind, Power Slave, oh, cool. right. you know, right. uh, the fir- the early, you know, right. early Dickinson stuff with a couple of songs. From I was the at first. that show, yeah, yeah, wow. and yeah. then uh, I think the next time they came around, they just wanted. This was my vibe on the whole thing, and and. Bruce said something on stage with a similar vibe. He said, you know, uh, and actually this really got me at the, the garden show where they played all the new stuff it was Bruce. Bruce said, uh, uh, how many of you people, this is your first time seeing Maiden. And literally it was like probably three quarters yeah. of the place wow. raised yeah. their yeah. hands. Right. And I, and one of my got one of my buddies, I was like, dude, raise your hand. Be proud, man. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just cause I've seen him before. doesn't mean yeah. I'm cooler than right. you, you know? Right. And and I looked around and it was just like wow man see these guys are still holding it down and 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 yeah maybe guys like us you know we're more versed we're we're into the early stuff a little bit more you know especially this I, I prefer the early Dickinson stuff of course yeah you know right. uh, uh, the the first two records are great don't get me wrong but uh, anyway so but it's just great to see a band that has been doing it for so long and able to. To convey that to a younger audience, you right? Know? Bruce did make it. Maybe it was the same show. He made a comment. And he said like something like, "Look, we're selling out the place, and yet we're everybody knows on this tour we're playing a lot of new stuff. So that must mean we're not doing anything wrong by doing that. Yeah. Kind of like defending the fact that yeah. they are playing, uh, you know, three quarter yeah. well, newer and, stuff. And I, listen, I like a lot of those records a lot. I mean, Brave New World was a great, great record, and so they, I'm not. They as just well announced they're going to do stuff, one but... more. 
studio album. Everybody oh, wow. thought Final Frontier was going to be the last, last record. Right. It sounds like they're going to do another one. Uh, quick side story. Jay Bones and I went out to interview Paul Diano for Talking Metal in oh. New Jersey, yeah. and uh, he was playing B.B. King's that night yeah, in the yeah, city, yeah. and after after the interview, he's like, can you give me a ride to the show? <laughs> <laughs> so we, Jay we Bones ended up, Mark uh, drove to the gig. Yeah, we ended up hanging all night. Well, I didn't. Jay Bones literally hung, I think, until <laughs> 6 a.m. with still, Paul Diano. He's crazy but, uh, party guy. Yeah, he has some yeah, stories yeah. he'll tell <laughs> tell, tell you off the air, but um, yeah. yeah, so that, that was kind of wild. Uh, big Paul Diano fan as well as Bruce Dickinson. Motley Crue, the the I just saw them down at PNC that's, in New Jersey, cool. and it was the opposite. They only played one new song, it was um, all old and tunes. it was like all old stuff. What was, know, it was it new Saints of Los Angeles? Yeah, which we're going to get into in just a few cool. minutes here. Um, but it was it was kind of interesting. And uh, big Motley fan, Luke? I am. Yeah, huge, huge Motley fan. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. for me, that was great because I the first time. I saw crew was in 84. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, you saw them yeah, like so really early on. It was, it was a lot of fun. They did, I think five songs off a of shout at the devil when I saw them recently. So it was a, uh, it was a great show and, and say what you want about poison. They were yeah. fucking amazing. Were <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were in the seventh row, so we were just going crazy, but it was like every hit, every song right. they played was a, was a major hit and they only played like, uh, an hour or less, you know, so right. they, left that's perfect. You, they left you wanting so much more, you wow. know, and, and that's what the Ramones always used to do. They would never play more than, you know, 50 minutes. They always left you wanting more. Yeah, so. I saw Poison, the first time I saw Poison was in my hometown, and I'm trying to think, of, oh, they were opening up for a rat, I, and then I wound up seeing Poison open up for David Lee Roth twice in like 1987 up in Boston. Were you at yeah. any of those gigs with me? Uh, David Lee Roth, uh, I saw, I saw Poison open for them on the Skyscraper tour in mm. Philly, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was not at, and at those. here's a funny story. I had a, one of the guys, Brett Michaels or somebody gave me a backstage pass, and then unfortunately, um, uh, David Lee Roth had a role, uh, that uh, no guys were allowed backstage wow. at a certain time. Yeah, so I couldn't go. Yeah. And you know who was walking around was that guy, Pete Angelis, who was I thought manager. David Lee Roth's rule was only guys <laughs> backstage. <laughs> Depends on the show, right? Yeah. And, and you, but the, there's a, there was a gray-haired guy in all those old videos like from like Eat Him and Smile and stuff, or maybe the, the next record, and uh, he he was walking around. Oh, yeah, so it was okay, kind of cool to see he, the, this dude from the video, and I think that was his manager. But that was my funny thing that uh, I was was denied at the the getting backstage but then i had a weird thing and gary you're gonna love this and this is i'm not trying to get anybody in trouble or anything and i'm sure it was just uh you know an innocent comment but uh i don't even know i should say that i gotta gotta say no ricky rocket uh, for some reason he goes oh yeah by the way you have a cool eyes i don't mean anything weird by that but you have cool eyes so i don't know really? what that means ricky rocket told me i have cool eyes so. wow Anyway, who knows? <laughs> yeah. All those guys just uh, playing and sounding excellent in Poison. Anyways, this is Motley Crue. This is the one new song that, that they played when they uh, were here in, uh, well, not here in New York, here in New Jersey. And uh, it's called Saints of Los Angeles. We're going to be right back with Luke Carl. And we have Lita Ford coming up in less than 25 minutes. Thanks for joining us on Talking Metal. This is, again, Motley Crue.
that was Zebra with Tell Me What You Want. Bud Friendly has something to say. We're watching you through your built-in cameras on your computer, you dirty little pigs. <laughs> Stop that. Stop it. So we were talking... Talking Metal Live. Talking Metal Live, that's right. We were talking Poison. Correct. And uh, I tell you... The band, you know, back in the day when Poison came out, they always they always took such a hit from from even I, I, you know the Metallica fan base, you know, posers, and, right. and there was there was such even just within the hard rock heavy metal community in the eighties, there was so much hatred and and right. anger, you know, and and I got to tell you, they they I I, I love Metallica, I love Slayer, right. but I, I love Poison. I, I mean, they Poison just came was one out. Of my favorite bands of all time, like, without a doubt. They opened the set with uh, "Talk Dirty to Me," and they were just so fucking good. Uh, I loved yeah. them, Luke. W- Poison fan, big yeah, poison fan, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, medium large poison fan. Yeah, cool. definitely, oh. definitely not anti poison. I love them. I got a t shirt. Uh, <laughs> I can't even remember which tour, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever meet those guys? Hang uh, out no, with those guys? I, no. I, well, I, actually, speaking of running, last time I was, I, I did a, a marathon in Vegas on my 30th birthday, and it's called the Rock and Roll Marathon, right? So you got like 20,000 people running. Which is totally lame and not metal. Once again, I already said that. But at the end of the sh- at the finish line, it, uh, it was it, it, <laughs> you had a uh, uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, Brett Michaels was playing oh, yes. okay. on the on the main stage. So, it, but at, it was not the right time for me because right. I just run 26 miles, and uh, the last thing I could think of was hair metal and beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like After- laying on the ground, stretching and shit, and it was ridiculously loud. Like uh, maybe I, maybe it was amped up because I was running for wow. so yeah, long. Your head was pounding. My yeah. head was pounding. Yeah. It was it was Vegas. It was hot outside and everything, but. Yeah, they sounded pretty good, you know. Uh, I, I, my, my big so. marathon question is: Do people actually shit themselves? Yes, they do, man. Yeah, yeah wow. I'm surprised. You know that? That's it's true. Actually, uh, last year at the I don't know if it wasn't on TV. I don't think, but if uh, if you watch the finish line in real life at the New York Marathon, which is the prestigious one on TV and everything, somebody had a sign at the finish line that said, "Don't shit your pants." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've I've always oh, wanted no. to. Uh, to, to do a marathon, and when the guy pulls the uh, shoots the gun <laughs> you just do it at right the there. starting line, I just take a big fucking shit yeah. <laughs> right there, and I don't run anywhere. No, that's perfect. <laughs> you run in your pants, exactly, yeah. and, and and then make my nipples bleed somehow. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's in, true too. In tragic news, uh, you guys know there was a triathlon or something. Yeah, I did hear about that. Two, two people. Two what people are your died. thoughts on that, Luke? I mean, these people do the triathlon, they they die. I mean, yeah, two people two died, died in the New York City triathlon it's uh, true yeah i mean it happens you know you gotta <laughs> i don't know man as a runner i'm not really into the whole triathlon thing it's kind of like cyclists and hate runners and runners hate cyclists oh, okay. and everybody hates triathletes right okay uh but uh yeah i mean i, I could understand it i could i mean i don't know why you why we i don't know maybe it was yeah. the heat or something like that it or, happened right when but both of them had the attacks in this first portion of it which was the swimming portion in the hudson river so maybe it was sharks yeah <laughs> something happened but it's crazy Shark i mean shit. I, I can't even like run from here you know down the block i mean i'm not in shape it's amazing that you're you know, uh, a guy who is a rock and roller who, uh, you know, likes to hang out in bars David and Lee drink. Roth. You don't have to yeah, take your yeah, shirt off if he, if he asks you to take your shirt off. No, you don't I mean, have to. It's not that pretty. No. <laughs> David Lee Roth has run a marathon. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. True, yeah. But, yeah. He's I, actually a, more of a martial arts guy. You know, he's, yeah, he climb, he's rock climber. Taekwondo. And, yeah. You yeah, know, there was a guy that was on the uh, Talking Metal show. His name is Paul. Remember the guy that was on with uh, Ivy Supersonic? Uh, he's from England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. he's this guy is like in a bar every night, and uh, you know he's an obscure a, reference, but yeah, yeah no, sure. he's a really cool dude. But he, like you, he's a guy that likes to drink occasionally or almost every yeah, day. Yeah, I and drink a lot. Yet he can still run marathons. I, that's what I don't understand, like how you can be both. You know, it's very, it's very difficult. You know, and I definitely have cut down on my drinking, and uh, and I grew up. You know, when I first moved to New York. When I was 21, I was in the the band, the rock and roll bar scene, and I ran a bar for a lot of years. And but after I got out of that the bar scene, I my I 
completely flipped my life hours wise, you know, so I used to come home at 6am and now I get up at 6am. Wow. And, uh, so I do, I still do a hell of a lot of drinking. I just do it earlier and I'm more responsible about it. And I make sure I drink a lot of water, Right. which, uh, you know. And do you, you personal trainer, I think was listed on your, on your website. You actually that just do makes some, me sound cool. You, so you're not actually doing some I personal training. I don't, uh, uh, no, I don't perform. Right. No, I don't. Oh, okay. All right. Not functional. But you could be if you wanted yeah. to. Yes. What, yeah. Well, you want to do some push-ups? I, I need so, to. Yeah, 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 I need to do some. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, um, we know your good friend Marty E, who actually uh, made made the love connection here tonight between us and you. And uh, we wanted to uh, give a big shout out to his band, Dirty Pearls. You're actually flying out of here to go catch them. I'm on my way. Yeah, I got to leave here momentarily. Yeah. They're opening for Cinderella tonight at Irving Plaza. So if you're listening and you're not busy, let's go down. And I'll be there. Uh, cool. so I'll be the tall guy with the hair. And um, <laughs> And yeah, the Dirty Pearls are really good friends of mine. Uh, I've known them for years. Marty is, you know, if Marty Party. That guy's that guy's a machine. You know, yep. a great drummer. And all the guys in the band, I've known them for years. And um, of course, very excited to see Cinderella too. Yeah, very cool. I saw Cinderella for the first time in 1987, and Ace was opening for Cinderella in my hometown of Johnstown, Pennsylvania. And that was the John Astronomy, moment. Johnstown, Pennsylvania moment of the night. Yeah, there you go. My, it's a great city. Anyways, uh, I got I, I got two Dirty Pearl songs here on, uh, oh, great. on the computer, which we can play as your outro music. That's uh, great. We got Who's Coming Back to You or New York City is a Drug. Do you prefer Let's play one? the new one. Let's play Who's Coming Back to Who. They just filmed oh, a video for it. Who, right. And you can see that video on uh, YouTube and also on their website. And I've actually posted it on my website, drunkdiet.com, a few times. And you know what, Luke? We, can we get a documental ID from you? Yeah. Where you say, like, hey, this is Luke Carl. Absolutely. You're talking metal. Absolutely. Right and then now? we'll go right into the tune. Sure. Yeah, go for it. Hey, this is Luke Carl. You're listening to Talking Metal, talkingmetal.com. And this is the Dirty Pearls. Thank you, Luke. Check out Luke. We're going to have links up in today's show notes where you can go buy Luke's book. Thanks, Luke. Who's coming back to
All right, this is Talking Metal Live. M- Mark. <laughs> John's here hey. too. Yeah. John. I'm here. Hey, hey great having Luke in the studio. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, cool. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's just a small world, you know, uh, going way back in time. I know uh, Kurt, who played bass for the Minx, which right. a lot of you guys may have remembered me talking about a few years ago. That was my wife's band. Uh, the band itself no longer exists, but Kurt was the, the bass, bass player is, yeah. of the Minx. My wife, Emily, was the singer, and Luke uh, he just told us he saw the Minx at least two or three times yeah. uh, play live. So uh, and, and, then, and and Luke, a good friend of Kurt, so it's all, right. all, all, all in the family. And then what's even weirder is that I used to be in a band with, like, what, two of the Minx? Yes. Called Cherry is, Red. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the and that was way way back in the day the when I used to. Of life. I you know thinking back, I probably would have had more fun back in those days. Like if I would were to redo it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, you're know. older, wiser. You know what yeah. they say. Yeah. But um, I don't know what was going on in my mind back then, but. Uh, I, I used to not really want to hang out that much, and now I'm kind of thinking, boy, it would have been really cool just to live down in the East Village and hang all all the time. And, and that's what I used to live there, but I just, I don't know, I remember, like, not really enjoying hanging out as much back then. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what either. The deal was. Cool. Well, Luke is on his way down to see Cinderella at Irving Plaza. Right. Uh, and we I'm going to Ford coming on yeah, in five minutes we or got so. Lita coming on. I'm going to check out Cinderella very soon. Uh, this Saturday, actually. Uh, Emily and I, my wife, are, we're going down to check them out at uh, Starland Ballroom. Cinderella. Let's see. Do we got any Cinderella music here? Yes. Uh, what would you like to hear? By Cinderella, or should we get into Lita Ford? What's yeah, more? Yeah, let's get let's let's we'll come back and do some Cinderella later. But okay. since we got Lita coming up, let's hear some Lita. A- anything you got? Yeah, this is a cool song. It's uh, called "Falling In and Out of Love," and it's written by Lita and Nikki Six. So let's check that out. And who knows? Maybe we'll have Lita on the line by the time this song ends. Great.
Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.